We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, the scriptural basis for what we're going to talk about in this booklet. This is the way that we're going to be heirs of the world and heirs of the things that God promised us in this world is through the righteousness of faith. And the righteousness of faith would say, Jesus doesn't have to come back and do it. The Word is here, and it's as powerful as if Jesus was here. So the Word is as nigh to me as getting it in my mouth and speaking it into my heart. The Word of faith, he calls the Word of God, the Word of faith. Now, what word of faith is he talking about? The promises of the Word of God. You go to the promise and you find what God said about your situation in life. See, I said the Word of God's practical. There is a practical application of every single promise in the New Testament to your everyday life. From page uh, 16, the top of the page, it says, I take the shield of faith and I quench every fiery dart of the wicked one that comes against me. The scripture verse is Ephesians 6, 16 where it says, Wherefore, taking the shield of faith, you shall be able, you shall be able to quench. That is, to put out every fiery dart of the devil. You shall be able. It doesn't mean you will. It means you shall be able if you'll take the shield of faith. Now, where does the shield of faith come from? The shield of faith comes from the Word of God. Have you noticed in the Scripture that it tells you that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, I'm quite satisfied that we've misunderstood some things about that. We've said, well, everybody got the same measure of faith, and God gave you the faith to be saved. But now, wait a minute. God gave everyone the same measure of faith. But how do you measure faith? Have you ever stopped to think about that? Do you have a peck of faith or a bushel or a ton? How are you going to measure it? The only way that you can measure faith is to measure the amount of the words you have in you. You may have a guy highly developed in faith for being saved over here and getting people saved. Then right on the other hand, over here when it comes to finances, he can't believe for nothing. Oh, he's on his way to heaven, all right, and his heart's right with God. But you see, what's the difference? He's highly developed in the scriptures on getting people saved, but he hasn't studied the prosperity scriptures about what God will do for you if you'll be obedient in your giving. So you measure his faith by how much word he has concerning salvation. And man, he's got a lot of faith because he's got a lot of word. He can quote you a lot of scriptures about being saved. He can prove to you that God will save you. But when it comes to healing or maybe to finances, he'll say, oh, God's not interested in that. He just measured his faith right there. He don't have any. See, you can't believe for something that you don't have knowledge of. So you take the shield of faith and you quench every fire dart of the wicked one. Now, the shield of faith is not something that you carry around in your hand. Now, we got the idea it's kind of like the Roman shield, you know. You kind of try to hide behind it. If it was, you're going to get a bunch of darts in the backside. <laughs> the shield of faith comes from the Word of God. The Word of God that's flowing out of you, coming forth out of your lips, 
builds a shield around you and it reaches from over your head all the way to the floor, all the way around it and just follows you everywhere you go. You can walk in the midst of all kinds of troubles and problems with that shield of faith strong and they'll never touch you. It'll quench every fiery dart. But now I think some people said, well, you take the shield of doubt and quench all the blessings of God. Well, that is right. You can take the shield of doubt and quench every blessing of God. You can walk right into the midst of where everybody's getting blessed all over the place and you won't get anything because you got up the shield of doubt. Somebody doubts, oh, I doubt that God's interested in my finances. Well, you reckon he's interested in getting people saved? You reckon he's interested in promoting the gospel and preaching to foreign lands? It costs money to do that. Do you think he wants you to give? Oh, yes, brother. Well, if you don't have anything to give, how can you do it? So, you see, we need to learn that God has made provisions for us. Now, if we take the shield of faith, we can quench all the fire darts of the wicked one. Doesn't mean you automatically will, but you can. But now you have to work at it. You have to be diligent at it. The next one is from Galatians, the third chapter, verse 13, and Romans 8, 11. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law, therefore I forbid any sickness or disease to come upon this body. Now this is scriptural reference I'm giving you. Then we're taking the scripture and building a confession out of it. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Therefore, forbid any sickness or disease to come upon this body. Every disease germ, every virus touches this body, dies instantly. Every organ, every tissue of this body functions in the perfection to which God created it to function. Therefore, I forbid any malfunction in this body. Somebody said, oh, you must think you're God. Oh, no. I just believe what God said about me. He said, if you believe, doubt not in your heart, believe what you say will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So, if I say it enough to believe it, then it ought to come to pass, right? See, my basis is the Word of God. My basis is not what I'm saying. My basis is God's Word. It's not going to happen just because I say it. But saying it is involved in working the principle. It causes faith to come, for one thing. Faith cometh by what? Hearing the Word of God. So, I say, thank God every disease germ, every virus touches my body, dies instantly. Somebody said, well, what happened when you started confessing that? I got sick. That's what happened. Well, it didn't work, did it? Yeah, faith is coming. Are you listening? Faith is coming. Well, what happened the next week? I got sick. Wasn't working, was it? Yeah, faith is coming. I kept saying it. I kept saying You see... Like I said, it never occurred to me it might not work. It takes time to build some of these things into your spirit. This is what I try to get over to people. It don't work just because you say it. If you're not basing it on Scripture, you might say it for a long time and never believe anything you say. Because you see, faith cometh by hearing what God said about it. Let me give you this one instance. I've told it. You've probably heard it on some other tapes, but I want to hear it again myself, so I'm going to tell it. We used to go deer hunting every evening about 3 o'clock, bow hunting. We'd get down there. It looked like every tree that'd make a good deer stand had poison ivy all over it. And if I ever got around it, it got all over me. And I'd been confessing that for 20 years. I ever get around, that stuff gets all over me. Worked real good, too. <laughs> when I learned this principle, I said, Thank God, if I'm redeemed from the curse, somewhere in that curse, poison ivy and... The reaction of my skin to poison ivy has to be under the curse. It's sure not under the blessing. There's nothing blessed about it. 
So I said, I'm redeemed from it. Thank God I'm redeemed from it. Thank God I'll never have it again. Glory be to God, so I start confessing. Thank God I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13 is flowing in my bloodstream. It flows to every cell of my body. And my body does not react to poison ivy. Glory be to God. And guess what happened? I got poison ivy. I got me some calamine lotion, dried it up, and I just kept confessing. Thank God my body does not react to poison ivy. Thank God I'm redeemed from it. I'm redeemed from it. And guess what? I got poison ivy again. Now this went on for nearly a year. See, somebody at the trier said it didn't work, did it? Yeah, it's working. Faith is coming. Faith is coming. Faith is coming. It's God's Word, not mine. It's God's Word. It's not God's fault it didn't work the first ten minutes. It's the fact that I didn't believe it. I didn't have it in my heart. You've got to get it in your heart. And you get it in your mouth and you speak it in your heart. Now, see, this is what the Apostle Paul's talking about. The righteousness which is of faith will go to the Word of God and say, Jesus doesn't have to come back and stop me from getting poison ivy. He sent His Word and healed me and delivered me from my destruction. So I'm redeemed from the curse, according to Galatians 3.13. Jesus suffered the curse for me, therefore I don't have to. So I build my confession based around the Word of God, and I can have what I say, and I start saying that it won't get on me. Based on the scriptural reference. Now that's what the righteousness, which is of faith, would say. Go and find the promise. Get the promise in your mouth and speak it. And speak it. And speak it. And speak it until faith comes. It may be a week, maybe ten days, might be a year. It was nearly a year. And then I noticed that when I went deer hunting the next fall and got around the poison ivy, they didn't get any. Glory be to God. Now the way I get poison ivy off a tree, I cut it off at the bottom with a pocket knife, take my hand and strip it off the tree. I have dominion. But you see, I didn't do that the first day I started confessing it. I didn't do it the second day. I didn't do it the second week. I didn't do it the second month. But now it's been seven years. And I haven't had a spot on me. And thank God I'll never have another spot on me. Why? Because I convinced my body. I convinced my spirit. In the power of God, I became a partaker of God's divine nature. And Jesus didn't have to come back to get that poison ivy off of me. I just took the word and put it in my mouth and in my heart. And it manifested itself in my physical body. Now you can do that in any situation in life. That God's word bears out. See, you've got to have scripture for it. Now, that's what I want to point out to you. That these things don't happen to you just because it's in the Bible, just because the Scripture says that we're redeemed from the curse. That doesn't mean that none of the curses are going to come to you. They're going to all come to you if you don't resist them with the Word of God. Can you see that? Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We've been talking about God's creative power. In fact, this is the second week we've been talking about this subject Now, all of this week, we have CD offer number 7210, which is two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. It's entitled, God's Creative Power. In this series, we talk about the fact that God's creative power is His Word. You know, the Scriptures tell us, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. 
Now, you know, the Word is still God today. I'm talking about God's Word is still God over every situation and circumstances of life if you will believe it and act on it in faith. Now, I'm not talking about acting in presumption. You know, sometimes people act like they have faith when they don't have faith. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Word abiding in you. God's creative power is His Word. He spoke the worlds into existence. And when he spoke the world into existence, he looked out and saw darkness and said, Light be, and light was. He called light out of darkness. He used his words to release his faith as carriers. The words were containers to carry his faith out there into the vast nothingness and call light into existence. So God spoke words that created now, we are created in the image of God and in His likeness, and we have the ability to speak God's Word after Him. And when we begin to confess what God said about us until it gets in our heart, you see, Paul said it's in your mouth and then in your heart, in Romans, the 10th chapter. He said, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart, God raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the way you get the Word of God in your heart. That's the way you get born again. That's offer number. 7210. It's entitled God's Creative Power. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll free order line, 1 877 396 9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.